Aloha and welcome to For Whom the Buildings. My name is Ian. I'm Nicole. And driving on his phone is Ruben. Hello. Hello, I'm driving. I'm under the city of Chicago. It's fun. There's no way to not make you sound like a dickhead in this. <laughs> no, no amount of evidence is going to make you, make, make you sound acceptable. Anyway, welcome to Bayside, bitches. Hey, 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 what is going on here? Hey, 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 what is going on here? What's going on here? So this is Hey, 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 What's Going On Here? Where we ask the question, Hey, 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 What's Going On Here? So Riven, hey, 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 what's going on here? Well, uh, all right, so uh, in this particular episode, I believe we are what? Episode five of the uh, series or episode Thanks. six? Six. So um, AC Slater and uh, his old man may, may have to move to Hawaii because Slater back in the day was like, let's move to Hawaii when he was like four. And, uh, you know, I just totally made a wrong turn. This is awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so Slater, I am totally going to the south side of Chicago. This is going to be a rad episode, guys. Totally stoked for this. So Slater's dad is getting a transfer through the military to Hawaii. And uh, Zach finds out about it and decides, hey, uh, you know, there's a slight chance and possibility that Slater might stay. And, you know, of course, Kelly is all like, no, Slater, stay. And uh, Zach's like, uh, we got to make, I, I got to make some drama here atop of like everything else that's going on and tells everybody, well, you got to be like a total absolute shithead to Slater because uh, otherwise, you know, he's going to want to leave or some shit. I don't know. It's been two weeks since I watched the episode. All I know is, like, everybody decided to be a shithead to Slater, and the next thing you know, everything turns around, and they do, like, this whole going away party. Well, they want to be a shit... Like, the whole episode was... They they want to be a shithead to him, so he moves, because they think he has a tropical disease. Yes, a tropical disease. That's right. They think that he has tropical AIDS. (laughs) I don't think that's what they called it, but... No. But, uh, But, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's totally correct. They thought that, uh, or uh, they made him think that he had some kind of crazy tropical disease. And, uh, yeah. So, and then Kelly was all like, oh my gosh, things are bad. And then they throw this big luau party. I, it was, the whole episode was a freaking ruse uh, to get uh, Kelly and Hooters Girl into bikinis at, uh, at the max. That's what's going on here. That's some strong opinion there, Ruben. Yeah, well, I'm full of them. I think they also use this episode as just one of those weird Ed Alonzo vehicles that they're like, what can we do with him? Oh, we'll just have a party and he'll give Slater this really awful gift no one's going to think is funny, but we have to laugh at anyway. And it's going to be a lot of more close-up magic. Luckily, we were pretty low on close-up magic. That makes me happy. <laughs> Nicole only slightly wanted to murder somebody during this episode. Oh, no, I always want to murder somebody, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so who did you want to murder most this week? So, yeah, it was... It was <laughs> Ed Alonso. It's, it's always Ed Alonso. <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, I, I think this week we're, we're going to go back to Dustin Diamond. 
Really? Just just for fun. Okay. Like to keep so, things routine. Because I was going to say, like, it was a pretty Slater. big trick in this episode, kind of escalating everything. What's that? Slater might be a close second. Yeah, he kind of, like, I, I think he really, like, he, he was kind of eating it up. He was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to do this. He, he kind of he perpetuated the situation, I think. He did, like, instead of letting the girls in on what was happening, like, he's done in the past. Right. He to himself, I'm just going to play everybody because this will be fun. Right, and I might see boobs in my future because that's what every high school boy does, especially when, like, they know that some they can might be able to play the sympathy card from an unsuspecting classmate who might be or might not be attractive to that person. That's fair. Well, and, okay, so something happened in the beginning of this episode that gave me a little sympathy for Zach. I apparently forgot he did sports at all because he's just kind of a tool. That's right. But he comes in, he's proud of his third place medal. Third place is still pretty good. Goddamn and, right. And everybody never trains or never does anything associated with sports. It just seems like he just suddenly decided to go out and do a cross country run. Yeah, you know, it's like just about everybody who did the five k I did this morning. So nice. Oh, oh, so the, oh, so, oh, so the entire reason you brought that bit up was so you can mention you did a five k. Totally. That's why I got up at four o'clock this morning. Oh. <laughs> no, like, like, it's sympathy for Zach because you know he's it's a decent accomplishment. And then all of a sudden, Slater walks in with his big-ass trophy, and everybody's like, oh, Slater, you're so amazing. You wear a singlet, and Zach wears pants. And well, we here's, a, here's, him. here's something that I can kind of relate to this. I, as a high school athlete, both ran cross-country and wrestled. But here's the thing. Um, running a cross-country race, like, if you can take third in a cross-country race, you're do, you're a damn good runner, okay? Because right. most of the time, it's either a two or a three mile race, depending. You know, if you're JV or varsity. If you can place first in wrestling, you are a god. Like, because you are physically defeating another opponent, you know? And you're not outpacing somebody. Either way, like, they're both, like, you know, I, I never took first in a wrestling match. I never, like, literally. I think I took fourth is the highest I ever got anywhere in wrestling. And I never even came close to placing in cross country. So either or are something to be lauded. Like I will give respect to both people for doing what they do, how they ended up both in the same season. I don't know. Maybe like Bayside is a weird like pocket dimension where shit just isn't like normal. Well, we all know shit isn't normal in Bayside, but like, it's it, yeah. I would uh, yeah, I would give it up for Zach for being like, yeah, I got third. Sweet dude, right on. You ran your ass off, and then Slater's like, oh, I got first place in wrestling. Like, did you come back in time from? Well, the I, I have no respect for anybody who does sports. So you know, either way, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really. Well, you have no respect for anybody. Period. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll take that. I so, enjoyed yeah. that we accept each other for who we are. Dude, you know, we put it out on Front Street. That was my biggest beef with, well, one of my biggest beefs with this week's episode. Like, they completely disregarded Zach's accomplishment for Slater, and I get kind of why Zach hates him. And Screech was fifth in an Alf Look Like competition. 
He was, and you know what? That also should be lauded. He was fifth in what? The Elf Lookalike Contest. Yeah. God, I miss that show. Yeah, that'll be another podcast altogether. <laughs> Stop suggesting other podcasts. <laughs> We've got to make it through this one. This one's enough. <laughs> See you say that. Oh. I've got four in the back burner, son. But yeah, it, it was. It was. I, I didn't. I didn't feel like it was just an episode. Uh, there was a interesting revelation that the building of Good Morning Miss Bliss and this one are most likely connected because building was, did mention, in, was in the Indiana National Guard. He did mention that, yes. That is true. Now, I, now was building the same actor from Good Morning Miss Bliss? I cannot remember. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. So he transferred and kidnapped Zach and Screech with him to move to California. And Lisa. Oh, Lisa was in Good Morning Miss Bliss as well. I think so. They left Urkel, though. Thank God. It's been that long since I've watched this episode. I've got loads of notes here about this episode, and I do not know what most of them mean. (laughs) I have one one page of notes that just says A-hole. That could be any episode. (laughs) That pretty much sums up almost everybody in this episode. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Oh, okay. One more beef, right? So... When Zach is trying to convince the girls that Slater is really sick and he borrows the ants from Screech and he uses pepper to make him sneeze, what the hell kind of itch dance situation was that bullshit? Nobody scratches that way. He was like fake break dancing to get ants out of his shirt. It was like half running man, like half cabbage patch a little bit of pop locking to go with there it. was a little bit of popping and a little bit of locking yeah it was weird i watched that part like three or four times to try to figure out what the hell was happening and then the, the teacher goes this isn't soul train yeah dude honestly like the cultural references leave this episode in the past mm-hmm. aside from like the fashion and everything a kid today would not know soul train from like i don't know thomas the tank engine Actually, quite frankly, they would probably know Thomas the Tank Engine way better. This this episode is just such a mismatch of it, it doesn't. It feels like they recorded this one earlier on and stuck it in, but it because because the acting was was super stiff and stilted again, and there was a little too much Ed Alonzo. But like, I wonder. I, wonder, I should probably I wonder, apologize to that man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what it is about you that I just don't like. Close-up magic. Besides the magic. <laughs> just, just that apology. I'm sorry, but I don't like... It doesn't really work. <laughs> it's your bad Kramer haircut. Your stupid your, glasses. Your general state of being. The fact that you were breathing in the episode. Don't take, you know, don't take this personally, but... <laughs> I don't like you as a person. So, do you see what you see in the mirror? Change all of that. That'd be It's great. not like I want you... It's not like I want you dead. I just don't want you to be alive anymore. I just don't want you to exist. If you could just poof out of the way, that'd be magical. Oh, that kind of magic I can handle. Again, uh, sorry, Ed Alonzo. Please don't sue me. 
that far away magic, not the close-up shit. You... <laughs> far away magic. Far, far away from me. Fucker. I like close-up magic. Bermuda Triangle, would. because that would be perfect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what does he do? I have no idea. Pretty sure okay. he's still drunk. I am not, and I resemble that remark. All right, so we finished Hey, 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 What's Going On Here? Yep. All right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Or maybe it's not. So this is It's All Right, where we give our final thoughts and verdicts on the episode. So what do we all think? This was not their finest work. And I know I've said that a lot this season so far. They haven't had much fine work, to be honest. This one one was rough. And not for the normal reasons of, like, misogyny and racism. And there is a little cultural appropriation we didn't talk about, but... uh, I don't know. There was just it. I don't know. This episode was was hard to watch, and I watched yeah. it thrice. Yeah, I yeah. think I watched it three times. Yeah, fuck this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty per. It just seemed like all the offtakes from other episodes just mashed together, like things that they just didn't use. I, I think the only upside to this episode was Slater's dad acting like a complete crazy person. Because I did enjoy that. Yes, yes. Like, that is not okay to threaten a child with a grenade, right? Yeah, nah. that, that whole sequence was really kind of crazy. It was disturbing. Yeah. You, don't, you don't live in hillbilly hell. No, I don't. I do. That's not far from accurate. Anyway, back to the episode. Yeah, back to the episode. Yeah, and then, like, again, like I said, I think it was, like, this whole episode was pretty much a ruse to get teenage girls in hula skirts. And to get Screech in a bikini? A pineapple bikini? Yeah, it was kind of gross, too. Yeah. And it was somewhere in Ed Alonzo's contract that he has to be in at least, like, a minute and a half of X amount of episodes. Yeah, I, I, the whole Screech and the Pineapple Bikini thing, I think I've turtled for the next six months, so there's no worry about me having any children at all. And this the is the one episode where Screech almost gets the girl. Almost. Only because he was the least garbagey of all the garbagey humans. True. He didn't have much to do in this episode, so. he. Okay, one more, one more, sorry, divert back. Screech in the filing cabinet in Belding's office. Oh, that, that's, that was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Weird, but funny. Like, that kid, like, he, he can contort. I didn't imagine it was contorted. It did not look comfortable. You think that was contortion? I, I was going with green screen. I was, go- I was going with, like, a, just a prop. Just a Dustin Diamond head on a stick. No, a prop filing cabinet. Oh. <laughs> well, obviously, yes. No, 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 we've all imagined Dustin Diamond <laughs> head on a stick. Uh, the heads of your enemies on a pike to warn the others off. 
that was that was interesting. Like it, you know, I, it just seems like this, the principal building has more to do with the day to day life of the students in this series than any other principal ever. Like I believe that most principals have more to do with like you know the ongoings of making sure that the fucking school doesn't fall apart. Not necessarily like, oh, let's see what the lives of my students are like. Like, he's way more hands-on than I think he should be. <laughs> he, he's again, a whole lot more hands-on. Yeah. And again, it's only six students as well. Yeah, so whenever your school's made up of six students, you do have a lot of time to commit. Although it's weird to, like, to see all the background characters that don't interact with anybody. They just kind of like stare at their locker, stare at this table, stare at this, stare at that. They don't interact with anybody. They're like the uh, the pretend we're dead contingency at the school. Well, and it kind of, it, it goes back to some of the conspiracy theories, I suppose. I need to dive into these conspiracy theories because they sound fascinating. Anyway. The creepy twins weren't in this episode. That was an upside. Neither was uh, Lisa Turtle's boyfriend either. Yeah, he disappeared after that first episode. Yeah. I, under the same tree as Byron is where he's at. <laughs> There's probably just like a hole underneath Lisa Turtle's locker where she just stuffs the bodies of her of her past loves. I, I think it's Screech taking the bite. <laughs> and I he has all of their heads like lined up in his closet. <laughs> Under his shirt, he secretly has a necklace of their ears, like <laughs> little voodoo pouch around his neck. Yep. A little mojo. So yeah. Weird episode. I'm glad it was over. I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad I don't have to watch it. How many buildings will we give this episode? How many buildings will we give it? Will we give it? So how many buildings? I'm, I'm going to give this one like one building. Pretty much just four building. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it two. One for building and, and two for the Hula Skirts. I'm going one. And that's it. I just, no, there's nothing to this episode. It was, yeah. I think one's generous. It, one is generous. Very generous. It's like no one learned anything in this episode. They Nobody just, learns anything in any of the episodes. I don't know. This one was extra, like, pointless. Yeah. Well, we did learn not, not to hit Lisa's turtle or Screech will fuck you up. True. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, fuck this episode. This episode was stupid. I hope that its master copy gets burned in a fire. Better or worse than episode one? Oh. I almost, yeah. I am going worse. Because in episode one, Screech did not wear a pineapple bra or a Carmen Miranda fruit hat. Yep, absolutely. And there there was spandex in uh, episode one. There was. There was a singlet and sweatpants in this one, though. But, you know. Why is he always in sports clothes? um, Because... He's a jock. Because it's either like he's wearing a singlet and sweatpants or horrible pleated like acid wash jeans. Well, that's uh, such the style of the time. I strapped an onion to my belt, which was <laughs> the style at the time. <laughs> right? Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> yeah, this episode didn't even have like fashion to critique. That's how bad this was. Yeah, this is like the zero like commentary episode. It was the worst. I wonder if there was a... Co- did... Does anybody know? Do you do either of you guys know, like on the DVDs or anything, did they ever have commentary tracks on them? No, I do not know. I'll have to check the DVD set that I've got at the house. It would be very interesting to hear anybody's like 
recollections. It's probably all just Dustin Diamond being like, yeah, ditter, ditter, ditter. Oh, huh. uh, who didn't do her? My wiener is big. I got in trouble because oh. I didn't tie my skirt right. And then, and then just arrest them, just, you know, sounded all regretful. <laughs> right. Seriously, where did my career go wrong? <clears throat> yeah. Did I tell you about the time I stabbed a guy in Milwaukee? <laughs> I thought the dude was hitting on my juggalo girlfriend. So how many buildings are we going to give our own episode on this one? <laughs> um, is there a number less than one? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, guys. This is total low energy episode. I give this a 0.5. Everybody's tired. <laughs> right? I'm Which ribbon, sadly I'm, I'm is like less than... <laughs> I am not drunk driving. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm doing quite well, thank you. I'm not dr- drunk driving. You are, you are an angry I've drunk. Had like, I'm not an angry drunk. Maybe it's you people that make me an angry... Maybe I'm just angry to begin with, and then I get drunk. <laughs> you don't know me. Okay. Uh-uh. Oh, no, girl. Mm. <laughs> so that's what it means. It's almost time up. And as always with this podcast, there is homework. And this week's homework is The Substitute. What do we think? Um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a whole lot of creepiness happening in this episode. It's going to be a substitute teacher, I imagine. Like, this, this is my great deduction from, you know, the title. Look at me, I'm bloody Poirot here. It's odd to introduce substitute teachers when you really haven't introduced teachers. Like every episode has had a has had a different teacher, so it's just a substitute. It's odd. Well, it's because this one I'm gonna guess is going to be like the hunky young substitute who relates to his students. I oh. think Zach. I think I think it has nothing to do with the teacher at all, and I think that it's actually Zach who's going to pay somebody to be his substitute in school for the day. <laughs> So he could just hang out on his Zach phone out on the uh, beach, making drug deals, being a bookie. Seriously, he's a scumbag garbage human. That's my prediction. I love how you're wrong and you're okay with it. Yeah, pretty far, but okay. Like, own your wrongness. And? I'm just saying, own it. Right? Hey, if somebody's going to do it, it's going to might as well be me. I I have no idea what's next. I never watched the shit show as it happened live. That's true. So are we going to wrap this up? I hope so. Socials, Nicole. Socials. Socials. If you want to connect with us on the social medias, uh, drop us a line. Give us a review. Let us know if you agree or disagree. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at... Unless you disagree. Unless you... Well, to be fair, if you disagree, we'll just tell you you're wrong. Yeah. I'm blocky. Well... I mean, unless you, unless you agree with Ruben, and then we're also going to tell you you're wrong and we'll block you. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> you can email us at forwhomthebelldings at gmail.com. You can tweet at us on Twitter. Yeah, I was redundant there. At whomthebelldings, correct? Yes. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash whomthebelldings. For whom the buildings, I'm Nicole. You can find me at Pub Hipstered. I'm at Batman Villain. And, and, and nobody wants to find me. It's true, but tell us where they can find you anyway. The police want to find you after your drunk driving <laughs> escapades. Right. Uh, somewhere on Lower Wacker Drive. 
<laughs> we'll send up Make, the bat signal. You'll find him. All right. Find me at Ruben Hood or at Pop Goulash on the Twitters. On the Twitters. We'd also send a special thank you to our biggest fan, Michael Baysider, uh, for our It's All Right theme. And he can be reached at MJ Basinger if you want to ask him why he's involved with our podcast. I'm sure he's still asking himself why he's a podcast. <clears throat> and for whom the buildings this week, class dismissed. Myself, my name is Hove. Sorry. I, sometimes I like to pretend like I'm Jay Z. Oh, nobody needs that. How was that, Jay Z? <laughs> you need to buy more CDs, sir. No. Yeah. All right, cut that part out. <laughs>